0: Yo, crew members, what it be?
1: What is going on, everybody? We are back in the studio. A little later than normal, not that you guys would know anyway, but had not? a hellacious What? You said not. Sorry. You didn't say not, you said not. Well, you would not know. Well, <laughs> we are here in the studio. And um, yeah, would have gotten to this as our normal time, but woke up and my whole basement was flooded. So my beautiful gem of a fucking co-host here <laughs> came over and helped me
0: tend to that but hey man you let me use the knife and rip shit up why am i gonna argue
1: touche but we are here with a very fun episode today we are going to be looking at some of our favorite females some of the most badass females in the gaming world to us because there's a ton we're not going to get to all of them obviously it's just it's it's our own list.
0: Yeah, so we just gave you guys a top five and then three honorable mentions from us. Uh, yeah. Look, there is an insane amount. I can't even say a plethora because plethora undersells the amount of badass women in fucking gaming. And I'm yeah. talking about all styles of gaming. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. RPGs, fighting games, all that shit. A
1: hundred percent. And I don't know Wes's list. He does not know mine. We have not swapped lists at all and so there's a chance that we may have some of the same but mm, I'm, we'll, we'll, I, I'm, we'll I mean see. We, i don't i don't think we would have any of the same in the same spot but i think there's a possibility oh, we not. each have but i will start it off we're gonna go you know we did our we did our top five we're gonna start with five work our way down to one give our our honorable mention or do you want to give the honorable mentions first and then get into the list how do mm. you want to do it
0: you know some let's switch it up do that honorable okay. mentions? let's go all right
1: so we'll go honorable mentions first for me, my third honorable mention was Elena Fisher from the Uncharted series. Okay. Now, there's multiple women you could have chosen, Chloe, there, but Elena's just a photographer. Like, she's just a journalist. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's a, not, not that there's anything wrong with that, but she, like, Chloe's a thief and a treasure hunter. So she's used to being in those types of situations. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, when you first, when you first, Come across Elena Fisher in the very first Uncharted is when she's literally just filming you pulling, you know that 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 trunk or that chest out of the water, and then you know he just says you know the the pirates come try to get it off and he's just like you know do you know how to use a gun she's yeah just point and shoot right like it's pretty she goes and through and so starts and the amount of times that she saves your ass yeah is like it's bad, that you wouldn't have been able to do all the things you had to do without her she was the reason you were able to get aboard the train in the one Uncharted she's the Reason you were able to get aboard the plane and another one. And like, she's always right there when you fucking need her. She's that utility player. Yeah. And someone who, like I said, like her job isn't to do shit like that, but she's badass enough. Just give me a gun. I got you. Like, yeah. that's that's some badass shit. And that's why she's my my third my third honorable mention. All right. Who you got? So,
0: uh, my third honorable mention is uh,
1: Princess Katana from
0: Mortal Kombat. Okay. And
1: a little smoke, uh, show. Hmm? A
0: little smoke show. Look, I. I haven't played a Mortal Kombat game in a long time, but it's one of those things that uh, I thoroughly like. I I always enjoyed playing as her in those games. You mean she had the fans that had the blades on them, being able to go ahead and like, I mean, flip them up and go in a waving motion and just have you fly in the air and just kind of just build, just dice and slice you. And I mean, she is the princess, and I I know Alex is going to fucking school me on this, but she's the princess, and (laughs) and ends up being. The queen of uh Outworld might be it. But um <clears throat> yeah, so she's definitely I mean look, once again, I don't play those games as much, but when it comes down to women in games, especially that style of game, I mean fighting games, you gotta go with a uh, Katana.
1: It's, it, it's your list, can't nobody fight you on it. It's your list. Look, don't I always feel like don't I got to Tell me my, who's important to me. I always got to feel like I got to defend myself on this shit. So, <laughs> now, what you got? My second honorable mention, this is one that I struggled with because this is someone that for all that she's gone through, I wanted to have in my top 5 somewhere, but I was like as badass as she is, there's just not enough longevity there yet okay. to be like to hold up over time, but Ellie from Last of Us. I wonder in my top 5 but I'm like She's so young, and her story for really just started. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you just got, but so she's, she's
0: she, all right. So I've seen a, I watched a lot of videos on these uh, like top ten, top fifteen, top twenty badass female characters. She's
1: always in the top ten. Yeah, Shelly is oh, always if, if this in the top was, ten. If this was the top ten, she would absolutely be there. Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't know where I would have her, but she's. I've seen she's, her. I've seen her top five in a handful of them too. She's she's so young. When you play when you play The Last of Us, she's only fourteen. And, you know, to have the type of important shit thrust upon her shoulders like that and the stuff that you have to go through as her, I have not played part two yet. Yeah. I have it sitting there, so I can't give much of, you know, of, of how that or what Of what that game has. But, you know, I mean, nothing has been easier. She grew up in a military quarantine zone in the middle of a fungal pandemic. Like, that's how she grew up, right? Yeah. And. You know, before her mother died, she asked uh, Chick Marlene to watch her, but, you know, she never even met her until she was 13 years old. And, you know, when she finally comes in contact with Joel, if if I remember correctly, because like I said, I haven't played The Last of Us since it first came out, I believe he's like there's i believe if i remember correctly and please somebody school me if i'm wrong um but there's (laughs) like something in her in her blood that they believed would be the cure for whatever you know virus infection was going on so basically joel was smuggling her across to wherever she had to get to so they could you know run you know get the the antibody or whatever the heck that they needed but like this my favorite moment was when I was—I didn't even know this was possible because it was my first time playing the game. I was—you know—you're playing as Joel. You got this girl with you. I was out in this, like, in this neighborhood in the backyard, and I ran out. I ran out of bullets, and this thing was coming after me, and she just—not even a cutscene, like was part of the game. She just straight ran up with a brick and just cracked this dude over the head, and I was like, <laughs> "This little girl is an animal, right?" And then just from the little bit that I've seen of Last of Us Part Two, where you really get, where you really get to see even more of her badass side, you know, she's and she's only nine, I believe, nineteen in that game. She's still a kid. Yeah. I mean, you're an adult, but she, by our standards, yeah, she's still, yeah, yeah, she's still very, very young. And just to have, you know, to have all that be upon your shoulders that young and and f shit up. Like that's just super badass to me. If she had like three, four, five more games out, she'd probably easily be in my top five. But like I said, for me, a a lot of it, like I do base like badassery over, you know, a a longer period of time. (laughs) But
0: so my number two for honorable mention is the number one for probably almost every single list that I fucking found. And it's Lara Croft. Now I didn't play many Tomb Raider games, whether it's the old, you mean, know, whether it's the old gen stuff that we, I you mean, know, that we knew, or I you mean, know, or the newer stuff, you mean know, with her younger, with just the bow and arrow and all that type of shit. But I can't deny the
1: absolute badassery of Lara Croft. You know what I'm saying? And the impact that she's had on yes, video games and movies and A- absolutely. She was, I mean, she. W- Basically, he's a little bit more, I don't even know if he's more relevant now, but she was basically like, she's a female Nathan Drake. She was Nathan Drake before Nathan Drake.
0: Yeah, so she's an English ar- uh, archaeologist, sorry, who ventures into ancient tombs and hazardous ruins, you know what I mean, all around the world. You know what I mean, and dude, the very first video game was back in 96. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, dude? The it's... pointiest boobs in the world. <laughs> I was trying my best not to go ahead and point you can't, that out.
1: You, how can you not? Well, How we're, can you not? Dude,
0: we're talking about a, we're talking about a podcast that we're... Honoring, you know what I mean the badass women in you gaming. can be
1: badass with pointy boobs, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just felt like that I didn't doesn't need to stop say it. you from being I felt like badass. I just
0: didn't need to say it, but um, yeah, man, like I mean, look, dude, the game itself, you know what I mean, the the Lara Croft series holds six Guinness World Records, six dude, that's insane for a freaking you know I mean for a character like that, so yeah, that's, that's wild, yeah, man, like she hands down, you know what I mean, like, like I said, I mean, if I played more of the games, Easily be easily probably be number one for me, but I just I never really dove that deep into Lara Croft. So, but just because of who she was or who she is as you I mean, as the badass, yeah. You know what I mean, the first of the first style of that. you know what I mean, of that treasure hunter type shit. She has to be
1: in there. Grave digging, crack shot. You know, what I mean? just yeah. a just badass. All right, so my number one honorable mention is. Just about everyone's favorite little psychopath, Tiny Tina. Tiny <sighs> Tina. She, it was, you know, th- the fact that, you know, you never play as her, right? No. Okay, the fact, I mean, that did, that factored in for me a little bit when compared to some of the other ones, but she's still, like, she's more than just an ancillary character. You know what I mean? Like, yes. she's, like, you have DLCs built around her, and, like, we'll talk about probably just We'll talk about it more. I assume so. I know who you are. We'll talk about it more. Which is good because that's the one that I didn't go as in-depth on because I just had a feeling that she'd probably (laughs) end up on your list somewhere. But Tiny Tina is just psychotic. And honestly, my favorite moment of hers, I believe, is in the very beginning when you first meet her when you're you're setting up basically this little, like, tea party. (laughs) Right? Yeah. it's, It's like she's... She's psycho. She's she's a little psycho. Or I mean, there's so many moments that you can pick. I love the moment when you're putting together like this quote-unquote pizza, but it's a bomb in Borderlands 3. Yeah, it, like everything you do for her is just psychotic. You're blowing up trains. You're with with fucking like, you got bombs that are like teddy bears and like it, it, it's crazy. The way Fluff she fluffer butt. Yeah. The, the way she yeah the way she ta- her DLC was my favorite because her her whole DLC was based around like the old school version of a tabletop RPG. Yeah,
0: D&D type stuff.
1: Yeah, which funny enough, one of the one of the side quests in that DLC that only takes about 10 seconds is that I forget what the mission was or what you're supposed to do, but where like the one D&D die like just falls on the guy. Yeah like everything about her is like the way she talks is hilarious. No, no, dog. Like she's so hilarious. And it's actually it, the real funny thing
0: about her with me is that the so so the voice actress that you mean that that does her that does Tina mm-hmm. actually does so you mean she also does another one of the characters that's on my list. But like you I, I just I just found that part fascinating.
1: But as hilarious as she is and if you never heard her talk as like adorable as she is that is no girl you would ever want to cross no she is ever a, she, she will is rip a your explosive limbs off and, genius yes and with a psychotic brain sorry that was my phone bro what the
0: like shut up sorry what kind
1: of kind of hack are you fuck off this is Just a prof- keep going we're trying to be professional, professional here professional? man we're trying to be as professional as we can while your, we're drinking and your phone goes off there's nothing unprofessional about drinking. There's
0: something very unprofessional about drinking. You don't drink when you're at work, and that's a professional atmosphere.
1: This right now is a hobby. You drink during a hobby, unless your hobby's racing cars.
0: Then stop talking about being professional. And doing it, a lot of other things. Being a hobby is not professional, so keep going.
1: I'm sorry. You lost me yet. <laughs> so, Tiny Tina, that's where I'm at. That's your number, number one, one honorable, honorable mention. mention. For sure, what you got. So,
0: my number one honorable mention is also another character that was in top threes of every single list that I fucking found. And it is Samus. So, obviously, you have, you know what I mean, the badass of Metroid. You know what I'm saying? Metroid Prime, all that type of shit. And, once again, it is a character that I never played as because I've never played any of the Metroid games. So I don't know anything about her, but I do know that back in the 80s, when you finished that very first game and you found out that she's female, it was a game changer. Was it the first game? I believe it was the first game when I was doing my research.
1: Yeah, I, I don't remember because that, that's one of those games we actually touched on that like, you, they get you on a technicality because like, granted she's a a woman, Yes, you don't know that until after you've already played us. So and right? that's the thing. Yeah, you don't find out until the end of the game. Until yeah, afterwards, whereas there are some other characters, one of, you know, that we'll probably touch on later that um, I do believe is actually the first. But OK, yeah. Continue. So
0: at the end of the 1986 game is when you go ahead and actually yeah. see her hair this. Yes. Yep. yep. Yeah. And that's when everybody was like, what? Oh, shit. <laughs> right. So and look, in the 80s, it was completely, completely fucking different. Well, oh, yeah, because
1: so. th- th- all I can imagine back then yeah. is that everyone's like, dude, this badass space. Fucking space guy, dude. Like, He's a killer. Like, this can't be a woman. Like, this has to be a dude.
0: Okay, actually, no. I did not know this, and I find this fucking fascinating. So, she's based. So, Samus is based on three people. Sigourney Weaver, Kim Basinger, and Ellen Ripley. Oh, I'm sorry. What? no fuck that up. No, no, no. up. Well like, not, hold on, huh? Well, not Sigourney Weaver as Ellen Ripley.
1: <laughs> Which makes sense. And then Kim Basinger. That, That's what they base the character off of. That one's strange to me. The first one I get. Maybe there's something with Kim Basinger that I'm not it, well, aware of. But
0: I mean, Kim Basinger back in the 80s was a freaking bombshell though.
1: All right, was Samus supposed to be a bombshell? I don't know. She's got a fucking mech suit on. And she's a fucking badass. I don't know. Or like a cybernetically enhanced suit. Anyway, continue. So,
0: yeah, I mean, like I said before, I haven't played any of the, i really honestly haven't played a single fucking metroid game which i know is slightly sacrilegious you know what i mean for being a gamer i but would
1: start with super metroid if you're going to and i do believe have you downloaded um the, the SNES on on yeah. switch i, I do, have i have if, both that's, if that's not already there Pretty sure I, d- it is, I, d- I do believe it's coming but it it is hard okay it is hard I mean, there might be some people out there that will tell you otherwise but to me it was hard it took me months to beat that damn game, and okay. it doesn't generally, outside of an RPG, it doesn't generally take people months to be, to beat a Super Nintendo to bit. game, to bid it, to, to a- bid it. It.
0: it, don't bid it, man. All right, yeah. So that's my, uh, so that's my number one when it comes down to honorable mentions. So why don't you jump into your top five, sir? Okay.
1: Well, in fifth place for me, and this is actually who I was close to flip-flopping with Ellie when I was like, does Ellie make my list? Did, okay. I did not make my list, but because of the longevity and and how much it did, Lara Croft was my number five. Okay, which again, like you said, to a lot of people, be sacrilegious because she tops almost every list. I, <laughs> I don't know if it's just because of how long how long she's been. The there. The longevity
0: definitely. I mean, look. Well, if, if, I mean, the longevity really mattered that much. Then then uh, Samus yeah. would easily be now, number one. you know,
1: there's not as much that I can go into that you didn't already touch on. You know, English archaeologist, treasure hunter, tomb raider. title character of tomb raider right um born to an aristocratic family the thing that's cool about her is that like she's she doesn't really she's not about that like she's disinterested in upper class society yeah so she's you know she's not She likes getting dirty yeah legit like literally yeah her expeditions lead her in search of some of the most powerful and dangerous artifacts in the world as well as uncovering some of the most mysterious places in earth's history so you know like if you've never played them but you've played an uncharted game think like she's the og yeah She's absolutely the. Original. Yeah, it's where you fight tigers and raptors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forget which game it was that she was fighting fucking raptors, but that should crack me up. But she is indeed my my number five, and like I said, if you know if if Ellie had more of a you know more of a story, mm-hmm. longer of a story, she she'd probably be she had a little my, more longevity. My number five, but yeah, Laura is number five for me.
0: Okay, you want me to kick my number five? Of course. All right, so my number five is the it comes from the cornerstone of Xbox you know what i mean the the biggest game that um that the microsoft uh team has has created with bungie and 343
1: would that can i guess sure cortana
0: absolutely Ooh,
1: yeah so I cortana like
0: and uh once again so my list isn't alexa, all
1: alexa before alexa
0: <laughs> so my list isn't i will say this my list isn't all uh protagonists you know my list does have ancillary characters in it and i mean cuz a lot of times it's you I mean, it's a thing to where you have the main character, but that main character isn't shit unless they have I was about to say that think of person all this,
1: with them. Think of all you wouldn't be able to do if you didn't have Cortana. That's my point,
0: dude. Yo, she flew ships. She was able to integrate into everything to go ahead and give you all the right shit to be able to do. Like she was pivotal for Master Chief to be able to go ahead and do his thing. Now, as a lot of people know, Master Chief, who was also named John One One Seven. I don't know how many people actually knew that. I found that shit out the other day when I was actually doing some research. I, I just always knew Miss Master Chief. i never thought anything other yeah. anything else of it. But uh <clears throat> yeah, so like one of the biggest quotes that she always that she has, I mean throughout all the games is I'm offering people a chance to be more than they are naturally. Like <laughs> dude, that is like that just puts you fucking up there, bro. Like deep. So, um like I I've played I think I've played all of the Halos. Um Except for maybe, like, Halo Wars or any of that. I mean, any of that, like, the... the uh Like the
1: Command and Conquer style, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. overhead strategies. Yeah, like... You played, like, Halo Reach, Halo ODST. Oh,
0: I, I actually loved ODST. I thought that was a good yeah. game. Uh, I don't think I played Guardians, but... um, Yeah, dude, I, I've, I played almost all the other Halo games. And it's just... She's always just in your ear. To, I, mean, I mean, like, just... Always giving you either that encouragement or that little bit of uh, banter to go ahead and just make shit just really funny. Man, she's she's a very, very witty character and I and I always like that about her. Yeah. So um yeah, that's definitely that's my that's my number five.
1: All right. Moving into number four for me. You can probably guess once I say this, a very, very badass martial artist from China. I don't know if you can that should be able to tell you right there. Am I allowed to guess? Go ahead. I'm Ding. Damn Number 1.
0: Yeah, that was a wild one. God damn it. That God was a wild God. one. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm guessing Chun-Li. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Street Fighter. Yep. Chun-Li. This was another one that was tough for me because for me I I kept doing a back and forth between Chun-Li and Sonya Blade because of <sighs> Like they were both fighting that. games that were big parts of my.
0: Sonia was actually one like like if, if I was able to have more honorable mentions, she would have absolutely made the
1: list. For honorable, yeah. honorable mentions, so. yeah. So Chun Li, whom you first come across in Street Fighter II, the World Warrior, she is a Chinese martial artist. Um, Chun Li also being Mandarin for Spring Beauty, which I did not know. Ooh, but it's very nice. Cool. You you know you know her from her ridiculously strong jacked up legs yeah that she kicks you in the face with 40,000 times um anyway yeah she's a highly disciplined seasoned and courageous woman often the voice of reason uh she's an official of interpol right she's official of interpol uh takes her work as a cop with pride i actually don't know much about her backstory to be yeah honest. yeah she she takes a lot of uh, pride in her work as a cop uh, outside of her duties as a cop she's an elegant sweet and feminine feminine personality not without her flaws, though she's very, very, very competitive, and she does not take kindly to those who insult her pride as a cop. Um, People like Bison. <laughs> yeah, and Bison will probably be on that list. Yeah, um, you know, she she does tend to let her emotions get the best of her sometimes while she's on duty. But if you've played Street Fighter, you know of Chun Li. Now, Chun Li, I do believe I I would have to I would have to check it out. You can look it up right now if you want. But I do believe that Chun Li. Is actually the first female in a video game that you can choose to play as, I believe. I could be wrong, but I do believe. Um, kind of hard to pick a moment that would be, you know, a favorite of hers because it's technically it's a fighting game.
0: Okay, so but technically because the game came out in 86 it is samus
1: it's metroid that, but that's what i said that's why i said that you knowingly play as because you know she's a woman before you choose her
0: i okay yeah i understand that
1: on a technical on, obviously samus is the first but yeah. like to, to know like okay this is a woman i'm choosing to play as her it, it would be chun li but um
0: yeah it is yeah chun li is the first when it comes down to being a playable at least in a fighter game yeah. i'll put it that way
1: um yeah, So like i said hard, hard to pick a moment probably when you're kicking someone in the face 40 million times (laughs) (laughs) because uh, you know other than that you know i i do believe i know she has her own movie uh she has her yeah she definitely has her own movie she's played by kristen uh what's her name kristen kruik or kruk or whatever the hell her name. i think i know who you're talking about yeah she played. i don't believe the movie was very well received but she's um she bad she bad and she you know it, it probably just came down to the fact that i played street fighter more than i played mortal kombat okay and that's probably why makes sense that went there, but yeah, yeah that, that's my number four. All right. So
0: my number four is uh she was ranked number twenty fourth on the on a on a ranker dot com list of the most badass uh female characters. Nice, you And actually it. Cortana or you was it. actually ranked uh thirty-third. Okay. So my my number four is a beautiful purple woman who joined you on your journeys. On the Normandy. Oh.
1: You want to well, guess? I know, well, I know the Normandy. You want to guess? Because I know that's Mass Effect. Yes. Purple. Yes. Not only was she
0: purple, but her her face shield was also purple.
1: What the fuck? I'm trying to think she of the is, women.
0: She is one of my favorite Tali? characters. Was it Tali? Yes. Tali Zora? Naraya. She is a Quarian mechanical genius that can also become a love interest for Commander Shepard in the Mass Effect series, and I did have her become my love interest after Jack. I will say that because I did have Jack as well, because Jack was just mm. fucking crazy, and yep. I thought it would be interesting. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, you first see Tali Zora in Mass Effect Two. Um, her father is the head of the Quarians, or or at least on the uh, on the on the battleship. You know, what I mean that that the Quarians are on at the time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm um with her being so one of my so one of my biggest moments that i enjoyed most about it was her just her struggle i mean because she had she wanted to she wanted to be not only a person for her people but also be her own person and i mean obviously with her father being the leader of the quarians you know i mean it 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 kind of divided her in that aspect so in um I believe it's Mass Effect Three when she had the chance, or you know I mean, you, you, you uh, as Shepard, you had the chance to either make the Geth fully sentient. You know, what I mean, again, to go ahead and actually be back to being a full force. Um, you know, what I mean, power, or you do nothing and let the Quarians absolutely destroy them. Into which, um, into which Legion actually decides to go ahead and try to kill you after that. I believe. Uh, <clears throat> you have this moment with Tali to go ahead and kind of figure out that decision. And I mean, look, I mean, I mean, she guides you to go ahead and basically think for yourself, but with, with the way that her and I were, you know what I mean? I say, I like, I'm, you know I mean, I'm actually shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> you were for a well, time. You well, were yeah for a time, but with the way her and I were um, like, I mean, once, once again, I mean, she became my love interest and um, it was a tough decision, but I ended up, you mean having the quarians destroy the geth which is fine by me i'm i'm fine with it either way but at the end of the game straight up genocide dude they're the reapers though yeah i know so at the end of the game you end up at your bed you end up with a picture and it is actually a picture of Tali. no mask no nothing Mask off, fucking like I mean, just I mean, I mean, just I mean, just in a normal just outfit, but I mean, you actually see her face because I mean, during the game, you I mean, she has that purple shield, I mean, over her helmet, and all you see is just little yellow dots, you mean, for her eyes, yeah, and I mean, look, obviously, I mean, they go, I mean, they try to do whatever they can with these games, I mean, I haven't seen at least in Mass Effect, I yet to see any non-beautiful women, you mean, in those games, but Tally was stunning, just stunningly beautiful. And I was, I mean, I was very, very happy, you know what I mean, with, you know what I mean, obviously with the way my outcome came with everything else, with all of it, so, yeah, and, I mean, look, she holds a certain spot in my heart because, you know what I mean, she was one that I actually had an interest with, you know what I mean, and actually had, like, a relationship in the game and all that type of stuff, so, yeah, Tali Zora, Tali Zora Vas Normandy
1: was my number four. So, my number three was someone that you already touched on, and my number three was Samus. My number three was Samus. Now, you didn't... You know, you said you didn't know as much about her. I, I from,
0: gave the most brief a brief that I could. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, the daughter of Rodney in Virginia, whom she lost during a raid on her home planet, she was adopted by uh, the Chozo, which were... They look, like, they look like birds. They're an ancient, mysterious, and highly advanced species of sage-like avian sapiens that inhabited several planets in the cosmos. Um.
0: And they basically Captain america at her ass.
1: Yeah, well, they inf- they infused her with their DNA. With their DNA. So, yeah, they infused her oh, with sorry, their so DNA. So sorry, so Captain Marvel. Not yeah. Captain, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and raised her, you know, raised to become a warrior. Once she reached adulthood, she joined the Federation police, um, though she ultimately left to become a bounty hunter. Um, she was nonetheless hired by the Galactic Federation on many occasions. She's equipped with a cybernetic power suit, which can do... There, there's different versions of it, but it can it can do a lot of shit. She can jump higher. She can, you know, withstand crazy temperatures. And could you imagine
0: a Metroid game now? Like, I mean, I mean, with the graphics that they can do now, like, it wouldn't obviously it wouldn't have to be a side scroller anymore.
1: Mm. No, it well, it well, it wasn't. Once they switched to Metroid Prime, it wasn't a side scroller anymore either. Okay, I do I believe Metroid Prime was like a first person, like a first person shooter type thing. Okay. Um. Now. I the one and only. Well, I did mess around with Metroid Prime, but the only one that I did play in its entirety was was Super Metroid. I think the most memorable moment was at the very semi spoiler alert.
0: How long has the game been out?
1: Long enough. Then you're fine. Long enough. You're fine. Um, Is the very end of the game like the game is hard because the the map is is kind of hard to navigate. You'd only understand it if you saw it. You don't think that it's super hard to navigate, but it kind of is. And at the very end of the game you have to get out and get back to your ship in a certain amount of time. There's like a countdown um, and it's one of those games with the exception of a couple upgrades, it's one of those games where you don't have to find everything. Like, it's not mandatory that you find everything. You can find things that make the game easier for you. Okay. Um, But, you know, you don't you don't have to find them all. But, Escaping as Her at the end is always my favorite especially because there's a little, I don't know if you consider it an Easter egg, but there's like friendly creatures or inhabitants that are in this planet that you're essentially you know i'm not gonna say that you're liberating it i'm pretty sure you destroy it <laughs> <laughs> let me liberate you by destroying you <laughs> basically but as you're working your way back to your ship you can just go right back to your ship or you can try to take the time to go and free these creatures first um but if they don't give you a whole lot of time got it um but but that was fun because you there's not a lot of times where you pick the wrong the wrong route and you're you're probably not making it out. But she's yeah, she's she's bad, dude. She's bad as shit. She's a female fucking master chief, yeah. basically. Yeah. Well before Master Chief. Yeah, no, nah, you're right. But um yeah, she bad.
0: So my yeah. number three was your number one for honorable mentions. The lovable. Uh, yeah crazy and all around good person adorably (laughs) adorably eclectic i mean she's unique so uh it's tiny tina from the Borderlands series so she's first seen in borderlands 2 she's a 13 year old explosive expert interesting thing about her past her parents were killed by handsome jack and hyperion when they were trying to go ahead and uh, work with, um, I think it was Iridium. You know I mean, they were trying to go ahead and like figure out like what actually Iridium did and all that other type of shit. Mm. And her mom, her mom always had her carry a grenade because I you mean know, it's a world of bandits. And her mom told her to, you know I mean, all right, the ball that you have, pull the pin, throw it, and run. You know what I mean, and that's how she got out. And basically, her psyche has been fractured since that point, and she has a huge issue dealing with loss.
1: I'm pretty sure she's emotionally stunted.
0: She is. So uh, here you go. Fun little spoiler alert. So in Borderlands 2, you know what I mean uh, Roland dies, and you mean know, obviously Roland being the leader of the Crimson Raiders at that point. Um, during her DLC, she brings him back. She makes him the White Knight. You know what I mean yeah. the Knight in shining armor, and everybody throughout the entire DLC is continuously telling her like he's dead. Like you need to understand Tina. He's gone. And she she refuses, she refuses to understand it until the end of the DLC to where she basically breaks down and she's like, and, and I mean, she's like, I know that he's gone, but this is how I deal with he's gone. Yeah. So, and then at the end of the whole thing, she ends up, I mean, there's um there's Roland's rest, which is a spot in Pandora that she ends up giving a huge hug to a statue of Roman or Roland. Sorry. And uh, it's a very sweet moment. It's, I mean, it makes me I mean, makes me get a little little emotional just thinking about it. But uh, <laughs> once again, that's just me as a gamer. But Or just me as a Borderlands fan.
1: But, she's um, a person, man.
0: Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> there are so many things that she does. And then obviously in Borderlands 3, she's older. You know what I mean? She's like in her like late teens, early 20s or something like that. Um, and now she's just even more fucking crazy it's just now that she gets to hang out with everybody else
1: even more so and again probably the la the she's probably the one of all the people in borderlands that you wouldn't want to cross the most just yeah. because the way you would probably die
0: yeah well yes yes, yes. That, that, that's that, that's the interesting thing because she's just she's just so batshit crazy to where that i mean you might not die that day <laughs> no but she's going to plan this out meticulously and make sure you're fucking done. You might be dismembered, you might be <laughs> just,
1: you know, shackled up to something for a while.
0: So, yeah, so that's my that's my number 3 and I mean, she would be higher on the list if she wasn't an NPC. My top 2 are protagonists in their games, but if if Tina, if you, actually, if you could actually play as Tina. And I actually think the closest you ever got to that was playing as Gage, to be honest with you. Yeah. But if you could actually play as Tina, she probably would be my top.
1: Fair enough. So, my number two, for whatever reason, I feel like you would imagine would have been my number one. But it's not. But she's not, I should say.
0: Okay, so can I guess right now? <laughs> Go ahead. Zelda? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ooh, that means, I, oh, I might have a good idea who your number one is. I don't
1: know that you do. Really? I'll let you guess, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. So, Princess Zelda is my number two. Now, if you want to talk about longevity, the two damsel in distress, if you will, is her Princess Peach. Princess Peach, yes. Super hard to put, and I didn't, but it would be super hard to put Princess Peach on my list only because, no offense, but she don't do nothing but get kidnapped. So, so little thing here, she
0: actually was on my list at first. And then the more I started diving into what we were really trying to do with this list— the farther away she was going, because when you mean, when you it.
1: look at some of the like the stories and what some of these badass chicks do, like I'm not saying that like she's an OG. Like when you think a female's in the game, you're like oh, Princess Peach. That's like my first experience. One of the very, one of the very first names you're going to go yeah. ahead and say. Yeah. Always get you know, always getting, always getting kidnapped. And you she know, don't learn for nothing, man. Yeah, you know. Spoiler <laughs> alert: I kind of like fell off with her after Super Mario Odyssey. Because you've never played it? No. Okay, spoiler alert. Just something with the ending. I mean, any Mario game, you generally know how the ending's gonna be, right? Mm-hmm. In this one, it's like part cool and then part like, that's fucked up. Because basically at the end, as you're fighting Bowser over her, she essentially, finally after however, what, 20, 30, however many freaking years, <laughs> is basically just like, I'm tired of, bu- like, I don't want either y'all. <laughs> like why y'all why y'all fucking and and basically what but it's fucked up at the same time because Bowser kidnaps her. You're going there to save her ass, right? Cuz she keeps getting kidnapped. And basically what happens in Super Mario Odyssey, the ship that you build to get there, she basically threatens, she takes your ship and threatens to leave you both on the moon. It's like, "But I I just spent all this time trying to save you and you finna leave me here?" That no. is that see that's fucking hilarious. I'm all about and like I want to say she's independent, but like you keep getting kidnapped. But anyway, I just went off on a little crazy tangent because she's not even on my list. But welcome back to the podcast. Zelda is considered a damsel in <laughs> distress because you, she is the main saving. Her is the main goal of yes. like every Zelda game. Yes, but she ain't a Princess Peach. She ain't a like. There's she's actually quite powerful. Now, isn't there also an alternate version of just like there are like Zelda. alternate links in different. There's also alternate Zelda's. They don't differ all too too much.
0: Well, I know Smash Brothers. There's a there's an alternate version that that you play as, right? Isn't it? You're talking about Sheik. Yeah.
1: Sheik is basically that. If I remember correctly, and I and I should because it's my favorite game in the freaking world. I love this franchise, but I haven't played it in so long. Sheik, I believe, was like a. It was like a cover. Like you didn't know that it was Zelda the whole time, and I think like that's how she got around. Like, being able to help you out and do certain things. Mm-hmm.
0: But but that was my point. I mean, the point is that, I mean, as Sheik, I mean, she's still technically Zelda. So, yeah. I mean.
1: So, her first appearance is in the original Legend of Zelda 1987. She appears in, I believe, in almost all of them. I think there's maybe only one game that she doesn't appear in. And, like I said, just as there are multiple links, there are multiple Zeldas throughout the series. Generally close in, close in age. She's, you know, portrayed as a child. But I think they figured out that they're basically teenagers, young adults mm-hmm. type thing. Um, she is the holder of the Triforce of Wisdom we've gone through this before because I can't even think of how many times I've talked about Zelda there's three parts of the well, Triforce plus we went through it on Heroes and Villains yeah power yeah. I believe power courage wisdom she holds the Triforce of Wisdom very, very wise beyond her years intelligent enough like for her it's weird what makes her more badass to me is like so different from anyone else on my list because what makes her so badass to me is like how good natured she is like at her own detriment sometimes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like she's, she's very, very self-sacrificing is what I would say. And that's like selfless. That's like the ultimate badass. Yeah. Right there to me. Right. So even though she's not always capable of defending herself or others on her own, you know, she, she'll never not try to aid anybody that needs it. Right. She's, and what is like, it's, it's super easy to forgive a friend. What's one of the hardest things to do? Forgive an enemy. right she's super forgiving towards enemies even if they've harmed her somehow uh she's extremely loyal and like i said she's 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 powerful to the point of where like she will risk herself for everybody else right and to me that's like the ultimate version of you know a, a badass she always seems to come in clutch right when you need her and you know the escaping in Something just, like, climbed in my mouth. as I That was is really weird. The fuck was that? Jesus Christ. Um, There's nothing in here. I don't know. I think it might have been something that was, like, stuck in my beard from cleaning the basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I just ate it. Cool. All right. Can't die immediately, right? <laughs> um, so, uh, escaping Ganon's Tower, or Ganon's Castle, whatever the hell they call it, at the end of... Um, Ocarina of Time is probably, is probably my favorite just because like you finally get her like rolling with you, which is kind of dope because every other time like she, I mean, she's another one kind of like Cortana that like you, you kind of need her in a way because she tells, you know, she kind of tells you what you're supposed to be doing along the way and, and certain things I mean, even in Breath of the Wild,
0: she does the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, she helps you figure out your past and all that type of stuff.
1: Yeah. So like. Like I said, so she's, you know, she's technically a damsel of the stress, but she's, she ain't no Princess Peach. (laughs) No offense.
0: All right. So my number two is, she only has one game. New game coming out, uh, I believe next year. Uh, I'm trying to guess and I'm already screwed up. She, uh, she was raised by an adoptive father, quote unquote. You know what I mean? She had the name of no mother. By by her people, the Nora, you mean know, that she
1: fell into? Well, gee, I do know now. Yeah, that's cr- man. See, that's how. That's what I mean. There's so many badass. Like she could easily be on my list. Probably should have been on my list. She wasn't on your list? No. Shit. That was gonna be your guest for number one, wasn't? it? Yes, me? that was.
0: That really was. No. Yeah, so my uh, number two is Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn.
1: It, it does make sense, though, because I did say that like longevity did play a factor in my list. Yes. Yeah, right? So it doesn't undermine me that she's badass as shit. Yeah, because they all are on their own, right? Obviously, it doesn't play
0: any longevity in my list. Yeah. <laughs> so fun fact about um, uh, that character, Aloy, is that Aloy and Tiny Tina were voiced by the same actress.
1: That's, I did not know that. Yeah. Wow, that's range. That is range. <laughs> that's it's crazy, range. right? Yeah, Yeah.
0: um, see, I fucking forgot to go ahead and actually look up her name, but, um, when I was, there you go, when I was, uh, pulling up stuff for Aloy, I saw the name, and I'm like, this looks a little familiar to me, so I clicked on her, and then, yeah, I mean, she also has the same credits for, um, Ashley Birch? Yes, Ashley Birch. Uh, so, is the sole protagonist in her game, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, she, basically to me, she shows... Why she's considered one of the best female protagonists in any game because she is within the top five ranks of almost every list that I saw within top five, top seven. Um, <clears throat> and uh she was found as an infant by the Nora people, and then she was raised by uh, Rost. You know I mean who is basically an Outlander? You know I mean of the Noras?
1: Okay. Wow, the woman who voices her has talk to- talk about a fucking resume. Mm-hmm. She's got she's got her hand in Verizon, Last of Us Part Two. Yes. Um. Goodness, good. the Outer Worlds, Borderlands three. Outer Worlds makes sense to me.
0: Yeah, Outer World. She's the uh, Perivita. Or Holy something. shit,
1: she's the voice of Nebula in Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Oh, word. Okay, yeah. I actually didn't know that. She's the, She's. That's good. Yeah, she's. Damn, what else is no, she, she, She's the voice of someone on my list this in shit. Marvel vs. Capcom. She's Chun Li. Ah, there you go. She's in. She's in Fortnite, and my goodness, lady. All right, so Aloy
0: is she's she's a pragmatic but compassionate. She's iron-willed but open-minded, right? So, um, in the world that she's brought in, I mean mean, that she grows
1: up in. What you got? Just I'm just while you're talking, that look on your face just kind of made me. Well, she okay. Well, she she's Cassie Cage in Mortal Kombat X. Um, she's also in in Fallout Three. Anthony would actually know her voice because he's had been playing life is strange she's in life is strange oh yeah she's the main girl in uh life is strange that like yeah i'm just continue i'm just amazed at her <laughs> freaking so um so aloy
0: you mean know, grows up in a world to where that all the animals you mean know, that you normally see are cybernetic and she found um uh, fuck i forget what the fucking thing is called I you mean, know, little piece that she has in her ear. It's oh, it's called a focus. That's what that's focus, what it is. Yep. Yeah. So she finds a focus, and Roost lets her keep it, or Ross lets her keep it. And with that, and with the staff, she's able to go ahead and I mean, change these animals. You know, I mean, their eyes from red to blue, which goes ahead and makes them. You know, I mean, just easier to work with, and all the other, and I mean, it, I mean that's like a major part of the game. Going ahead and actually, you know, I mean, making these creatures, uh, be more docile, or you being able to control them. Period. So, I would honestly have to say, just I mean, just because just how cool it was. Um, one of the points that I actually loved with playing like the Horizon games
1: yeah. was climbing up on the giant giraffes. Oh God, what, were they called Striders? Is that what they uh, Striders, not? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Well, I know there's Striders in the game. No, I don't think. I think they're called
0: Striders. But um, being able to actually like, cause I mean, there were always different things you had to do in order to get onto them. I mean, you had to either go through a section of, like crocodiles or fucking like bulls or panthers or whatever no that was not (laughs) oh okay then so uh yeah man just going ahead just jumping on there and then putting the staff in and having everything go blue tall necks tall oh wow that's
1: just simple isn't it sure is (laughs) sure is we're great (laughs) we're great striders that sounds good what is it tall neck Strider, dude. Striders, Striders right are in the game. Striders are that thing that like are the easiest thing to kill. They're like fucking buffalo or some shit.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. Okay. So yeah, man. Just just being able to get up there and just see that whole view of, of the whole world and just kind of just her demeanor has always just been very very cool to me. You know what I mean? Like I mean, she. I mean, she's like once again. I mean, she's. I mean, she's pragmatic. I mean, but but she has that compassion to go ahead and. I mean, try to help people. I mean, she's not just in it for herself. I Mean, she's trying to find her past, but she's willing to go ahead and go the distance and help out others along the way.
1: So, yeah, that's my number two. All right. Well, since I, I guess, kind of blew your mind a little bit because you, you definitely
0: did. So, just so, so, give me the intro and then let me guess.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, and again, this, th- these, these lists are based on what we play and and, and stuff like that. Okay she's a special ops agent I'll, i'm gonna keep giving you little tidbits until you feel like you're ready to actually give a guess okay all right this is gonna do it but she's a special ops agent of the bioterrorism security assessment alliance
0: ah so it's joe
1: yeah. Yeah. Jill Valentine. Jill Valentine is is my number one.
0: Actually, all, right, so you know, so all right. that makes a lot more sense because she was, I, I was thinking about putting her on my list, but
1: then I changed my mind. But yeah, go ahead. I get it. So Jill Valentine, her first appearance is in Resident Evil. Now, like I just said, she's an American special ops agent of the Bioterrorism Assessment Alliance, the BSAA, of which she's a co-founder and one of the original members in the counterterrorism organization, making her respected. High-ranking operator for her uh, commitment to eradicating bioterrorism. Now, she start like I said. She started in uh, Arklay County, which is where you go for the the events of the first uh, Resident Evil. In the early '90s, she served in the U.S. Army. Damn. Yep. Got the attention of recruiters for Delta Force, which is the nation's primary uh, primary counterterrorism unit. Which was big because for a female, that was tough to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, in spite of her sex, she was allowed to take part in the six-month intensive operator training course where she excelled in bomb disposal and picking, and was known for her um, delicate, though precise work, resilience, courage, and discernment amid danger. Um, it was sometime in 96 that she was recruited by Albert Wesker for the Special Tactics and Rescue Service, known as STARS, which is what you know it as. You, you know, um, STARS. Um, they're an elite unit of the Raccoon, uh, Raccoon City Police Department that relied on military veterans and weapons-trained scientists to solve serious crimes in Raccoon City. Now, she's for me as bad as it gets, dude. Like, there's nothing that this chick doesn't do. She's going to a freaking zombie outbreak, and this. I feel like you get. I feel like you would have more of an appreciation for her after playing the remake of Resident Evil 3 because, like, they redo so much stuff. You get more of a feel for, like, how crazy some of this shit is that, like, when you play the games back in the day, they're great. They were, you know, game changers and whatnot, but doesn't hold the same. Like, they're not super-duper action-heavy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you get a little bit more of a feel, but, like, dude, all I have to say is one of the nemesis battles in Resident Evil 3. Like, holy shit. (laughs) Like, the stuff that you have to face as this woman is ridiculous. She's often, not always, but often by herself, having to deal with hordes upon hordes of bloodthirsty zombies. And, um... Cannot confirm nor deny whether or not she's still alive. Um, mm. She's, I mean, last I remember, gone, but body never found. Gotcha. So you know how that is. Yep. <laughs> this is like a, I, I forget what like the number one rule is in like horror movies. It's like if you don't physically see them die, they're probably not dead. Oh, same thing in comics.
0: Yeah. In well, comic book movies and TV and all that shit. So. Yeah. Um.
1: Fuck. Go ahead. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn, that was a crack you missed. Yeah, it was. I didn't even hear it. Okay. Wow. Damn, and I called it on myself. That's rough. Fine. But yeah, now Ding. there was a couple... I had thought about Claire Redfield and stuff like that, but I had far more, you know, experiences play, playing as Jill. And like I said, you the shit that she goes through, you get almost get a whole new appreciation when you play, even if you played the original original Resident Evil 3. Original? When you, yeah, the original one. The haunted Captain Morgan is getting to me. It is <laughs> water. Um, but Yeah. She's my number one. You probably right. didn't see that coming. I didn't, you probably but, didn't see that coming. but now, Everyone but would now that you're talking now, it makes a lot more sense. Everyone would have guessed that Zelda would have been my first one because it's my favorite game franchise. People probably don't know that as as much as I love the games that Resident Evil is probably my number two. Okay.
0: Yeah, like, I, I thought, I honestly thought Halo would have been on your list, to be completely honest. But, no, I fully see, You I mean, I fully see everything about what you're talking about. So, <clears throat> my number one. Comes from probably my favorite franchise, my favorite series, Borderlands. Uh, she is one of the the sole bat, the sole uh, female protagonist in Borderlands Two. Mm. And
1: dang, I didn't think of that either. You didn't think of her either. No, the only other person that came close to making my list, just because she's just as hilarious to me, would have been in my honorable mentions, and it was um. Uh, um, what's her face? Fuck, is her name Ellie too?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because
1: she's hilarious. I mean,
0: look, I mean, when it comes Where down to- i <laughs> I mean, look, when it comes down to Borderlands, I mean, there's a bunch. I mean, you have Tina, you have Ellie, you have Moxie. I mean, you obviously have Lilith. I mean, but for me personally, it is Maya. So Maya is a siren. Uh, I mean, like I said, she is the only female protagonist in Borderlands 2. At least until you have the DLC to where you can be Gage. Um, her ability as a siren is that she's able to create these orbs that you can hold the enemies in and basically just r- unleash all holy hell on them. Uh, in that particular game, uh, she was the only one within the skill tree to be able to go ahead and shoot you and bring you and g- give you health, which is something they changed from Borderlands One to Borderlands Two. So, having a siren was very, very uh, beneficial. I mean, it was much like a medic. Medic and support uh, in that aspect. Um, she, yeah, man, she was one of those characters for me that I just, I I fell in love with, man. I, I, I mean, in Borderlands 2, I've only played as two characters. I played as Maya, and I played as Gage. And I, I spent much more time building Maya um, and using everything with her skill trees. And um, in Borderlands 3, she's an NPC, and I mean, the game's been out for how long? Can I... Three? Yeah. Can, uh, I, can I throw some spoilers out?
1: Just give give the people time. So, yeah.
0: All right. So, let me give you all a few seconds spoiler alert, then I'm going to go ahead and give you all some knowledge. So, ba-da-da, ba-da-da, ba-da-da. Yeah. So, when she gets killed in the game, yeah, I mean, in Borderlands 3, like... It fucked me up because, like, so my boys played before me, like uh, Dan and Hov and Mike. Didn't tell you? They didn't tell
1: me. As they, sh- good friends. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. No. Good on them. Absolutely. But when it happened, I think we. Uh, I first played it on PlayStation. So, when that shit first happened, I, I actually sat back in my seat. I mean, on my couch, and I felt, I felt a pit in my stomach, and I. Re- I really wasn't, I wasn't happy, man. I had an issue with it. Um, But, I mean, she's a monk. She was raised by a group of monks who eventually looked at, I mean, once they realized she had siren powers, they looked at her as their deity. Yeah. And she didn't want that, so when she had the chance to get away, she did, and that's how she ended up on Pandora for Borderlands 2. She ended up going back to Athena's to go ahead and continue training with the monks, and then she, that's when... There's a little stowaway who tried to steal one of her books. Ended up being Ava, which most people hate, which is very interesting to me. A lot of people hate her. Uh, but then Maya was killed by uh, Troy of the Calypsos. And then when you kill Troy, uh, which presumed as the first end of the game, that didn't fool me at all. But, fooled but it fooled me. some people.
1: me. <laughs> fooled me. <laughs> I was like, this is some bullshit. And then I was like, oh, I'm just stupid. <laughs> that was literally like the next logical thing for me to say. And I yeah. said that out loud, too. I was like, oh, I'm stupid. So when, when
0: Troy is killed, Ma, uh, Ava gets Maya's powers, which is something that was confirmed in the game that a siren can choose, if they want to, who gets their abilities when they're gone. Which was something that wasn't even thought about before, up until uh, Borderlands Three.
1: Yeah, it's a cool way, a cool way for it to like Very. for her to kind of still be there, you know.
0: Yeah. So the mission that you first see Maya in Borderlands Three is probably is probably my favorite time with her. You mean besides actually playing as her? <laughs> you <Yeah>, like
1: that? <laughs> that was such a cool sound. <laughs> me, you continue, can't even do it. No, I, I was about to try, and then <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I saw that. Let's not. Let's not. Uh, <laughs> Let's just be weird and lick my lips for no reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, actually, I mean, having her, I mean, fight alongside you was actually pretty badass. And then having her like use the orb to go ahead and uh, like hold the people up while you killed them was a lot of fun. So uh, neat little thing about her is that apparently it is a crime to be a siren in Borderlands, and the bounty on her head is seven hundred twenty billion dollars dollars That's a lot That is money. A lot. <laughs> That's a lot of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money. But yeah, man, when it comes down to the number one for me, it is easily Maya. So let me go ahead and I'll run through my entire list again. You can run through yours. So my five is Cortana from Halo. My four is Tali Zora Vas Normandy from the Mass Effect series. My number three is Tiny Tina from Borderlands. Number two is Halo. Or Halo, Jesus Christ. Number two is Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. And then my number one is Maya from also the Borderlands series. And my honorable mentions are Princess Katana from Mortal Kombat, Lara Croft, and Samus from the Metroid series.
1: Yep. For me, my honorable mentions were Elena Fisher, Ellie, and Tiny Tina. And then my badass top five going five to one were Lara Croft, Chun-Li, Princess Zelda, Samus, and rounding it out with Jill Valentine. There you go. And again, we'd be interested to hear your list. I would love for people to send us their top five. Oh, yeah. That's that actually going be a lot of fun. I actually, because no, there's when, a lot of uh, people that are going to – there are probably going to be more people that are going to disagree. And I get it because there's times like as soon as you said – as soon as you brought up Maya, I was like, man, Borderlands – like Borderlands in general, you you go Lilith. You go – A lot of people would. And yeah. And
0: I – but in the first game i just i mean once again i played as i played as a lilith in the first game and i just i didn't have as much fun playing yeah. as her because cuz her siren abilities weren't as cool to me as uh maya
1: they just man they're like they, they just love making like badass characters
0: have, badass women they, they do i mean we just like talked Tannis. about them being
1: at, we just talked about them being at the forefront when it comes to you know, lgbtq, LGBTQ rec- yeah. uh representation and now like a whole host of Badass females, and I mean, you have
0: Angel. I mean, you yeah. had Tanis. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Ellie is another one. I yeah. Mean, yeah, dude, it's it, it's all over. It's all over the place. You, I mean,
1: I'm not gonna say she's badass, but Moxie.
0: Oh no, Moxie's badass. I mean, if if you if you actually looked into what her past was and how she became where she is, dude, she is she is a strong fucking woman, strong, powerful, very dedicated and focused woman. So, I would definitely call her badass.
1: Yeah, fair. That's fair. So please, everybody, yeah, send us your list. We'd love to hear, well, you know, what you guys have and, and you know. We're ready for it. If you think we're nuts for leaving somebody off or we rank somebody too high, we're curious to hear what you think.
0: And I know somebody that is going to go ahead and say something is Alex from What's Your Spaghetti Policy podcast. And I want to go ahead and throw those guys a huge congratulations. Yeah, milestone, baby. Milestone, man. They're making it to their one year. And as as our recording comes out, they have a few days before theirs is. So, because the I MDRs mean, normally come out on Fridays to where they hit that one year. So, happy one year, boys. Fucking love keep, love ki- talking with y'all. Keep kicking just it, man. Keep it up, man. Please, That's please. it. Please. Keep it up. Especially with fucking Jacob, man. Him in the stream <laughs> for Freaky Friday, man. It was hilarious. Absolutely. Fucking love that absolutely shit. Absolutely
1: hilarious. You know me, I'm all about authenticity. And those two guys couldn't be more authentic.
0: Absolutely. So, until we jump. No. Well, We'll wait to jump into what we're playing, but for the fir- for right now let's go into news I got some quick things for news that we'll kind of bounce we'll bounce back and forth with each other so um, Sony has dropped a patent to uh, that is suggesting to give me mean to obviously everybody that PS1 two and three games are going to be backwards compatible via a cloud emulation so I thought that was actually pretty fucking slick on their part um, because one of the biggest things that a lot of people have uh, talked trash about them has been their lack of backwards compatibility
1: yeah and even the, if you want to call it backwards compatibility, the only ability you have on like the PS4 to play a lot of those older games is PS Now, which I've had a horrendous experience with, Okay. L- like lag and a lot of shit dropping off and being super choppy. And I was like, what's what's the point in even having it on here if it's going to be this miserable to play? Yeah.
0: So, I look, man. That's great, though. Yeah. So, I mean, look, we have the Xbox um, announcements coming up and that's going to be in a few weeks. And then after that, obviously, I think Sony's going to come out with another one because Sony's only dropped one so far. Yes. And this is going to be Xbox second. So, I, so I'm so i thinking they're probably going to say something, you know what I mean, at that point about this backwards compatibility stuff. You know I mean, if, if if they don't make a, a, a news release for earlier. It's
1: just like our shot, your shot, our shot, your shot. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's what it is.
0: <laughs> so speaking of uh, PlayStation, they also um, released the box art of uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Looks great. And it looks fucking incredible, man. You have uh Miles in the classic um black the classic Ultimate Spider-Man black and red. And uh it looks like he has like his Venom strike, you know I mean in one hand, just electricity just coming through, and just, it looks fucking incredible, man. I love it. And that game is still scheduled for a holiday 2020 launch. So sick. <laughs> so sick. <laughs> I gotta play the first one. First one's fun. Um I can throw oh, you a house no. copy. I have it here. <laughs> he doesn't mind. <laughs> I'm sure he won't. <laughs> I haven't given it back to him yet, so whatever. <laughs> cool. So, uh, another thing I found interesting was, uh, so Comic-Con, which obviously, like San Diego Comic-Con, look, for all and most purposes, I mean, everything is cancelled. You know what I mean? Not cancelled, but it's not running their normal type of shit, obviously, yeah. during, you know I mean? With a pandemic. So, IGN is partnering with uh, San Diego Comic-Con to do a live stream of virtual panels. You know what I mean? And that's gonna be through, like, IGN.com, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. So all that is going to be happening from July 22nd to July 26th. So I know that everybody, a lot of people are going, what the fuck? Like, like, why the hell you care about San Diego Comic Con? You do actually get a lot of gaming news coming out of the Comic Cons. You know I mean you do actually pick up a bunch of stuff. You mean know from, I mean from, I mean from a lot of like the comic book type games. You know I mean? like Marvel's Avengers? You know, I mean? we might hear something about, might hear something about like uh, the Miles Morales Spider-Man game. So that's just something for us to go ahead and just kind of keeping the, I mean, I mean keeping the keeping them uh, forefront to go ahead and check out. The fuck was that?
1: That is something <laughs> that I thought was gonna be quiet, and then my brain was like, "Dude, you're right in front of a oh microphone." Oh my god! That was like an, one of those internal burps. Holy shit! That like I was like, oh, "I'm gonna be polite and not open my mouth and belch," and then my chest was just like, "Now we're gonna make you look gross either way." <laughs> So, another thing I thought
0: was fucking insane. So, you've heard about the uh, the Far
1: Cry 6, right? Yeah, now, was that, like, leaked by accident?
0: So Accidentally on purpose? <laughs> uh, I have no idea whether it was leaked accidentally on purpose or not. But um, That's always going to be a big deal. Isn't
1: it? Yeah,
0: so, so... They seem to update me every time. So, the character that they're using as what looks like the main um, antagonist in Far Cry 6 is... Uh, his name is... Um, Giancarlo Esposito, John, and a lot. Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. So a lot of people know him. Uh, he was a he was an antagonist in Breaking Bad. Okay. You know what I mean? He was the guy that owned that. Uh, I, I never watched the show. Neither have I, but I but my wife did. Um, he owned the the uh, once the one, the one uh, like chicken taco store, whatever the fuck it was. I forget, what, I forget the whole thing. But uh, he's gonna be playing a character named Anton Castillo. 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 And uh, we're going to be getting some very um, interesting uh, Ubisoft information you know I mean, during their Ubisoft Forward, uh, which is going to be coming out soon. So, let's see what else we got. What else stuff we have? Ah, uh, got some movie news when it comes down to gaming style stuff. Uh, the Monster Hunter game was delayed. The
1: original (laughs) delays are delays. By now,
0: well, yeah, dude. Look, a lot of things are happening that way. So, the original release date for this was supposed to be September fourth, twenty twenty, and they moved it to April twenty third, twenty twenty one. So, kind of, it is what it is. I mean, I, I mean, I get it. I'm still, I'm still hoping that it's going to be a good movie.
1: You always like being someone who loves video games. Whenever a movie comes out after a video game, you're always hoping that it's going to be what you want it to be which is why we can transition right into some more game movie news that isn't necessarily new news but it just got it just got resurfaced because i saw a video of tom holland showing off his haircut his which is more than likely going to be the haircut that the hairstyle that they go with for the uncharted movie yes that they're working on i believe he's he's playing the young nathan drake which that's great like tom holland's perfect for a role like that because nathan drake especially as if you played uncharted 3 um which i assume because goodness gracious tom holland can pass for a young ass kid because his biggest thing is like his athleticism like you he's you see him do shit that like when you see aloy do it in horizon like that makes sense but like this kid just you know grew up in a orphanage and all of a sudden turned into you know freaking cliffhanger yeah so but tom holland is very very athletic as is Nathan Drake, so that I can see that.
0: Yeah, if you if, if anybody has seen the stuff that, uh, that he sent to Marvel to go ahead and be like, hey, let me be Spider-Man, and just randomly doing backflips all over the fucking... Like, he's a very, very skilled acrobat.
1: So that is not the part of this I'm worried about. The part <laughs> I'm worried about is if anybody has played Uncharted, you are well aware of Sully. He's a very, very important character who's being cast... As uh, by he's Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg is playing Sully, and that is very, very strange to me. I'm going to remain optimistic because I've been wrong about roles before, so I'm gonna wait until. But like looking outside, looking in right now, I just don't see it. I okay. just don't see it at all. Um, it, it's it's killing me inside because I want this movie to be so good because I yeah. love the game, and it's it's a movie that. Granted, it's funny because I always compare the game to National Treasure, which are movies that are already out, so I don't want this to be like a knockoff National Treasure, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want it to be like National Treasure 3, (laughs) basically. Yeah, but at the same time, uh, like, Uncharted's
0: basically National Treasure that shoots back. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it it has that aspect to where, I mean, I think you said, I can't remember, I think it was during uh, one of Anthony's streams, lately, that you guys were talking about... uh, with um with the uncharted series that if you took away the fact that he was, I mean he's a treasure hunter, he's a mass
1: murderer. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: I guess you could say that. I'm, I'm, I'm almost guaranteed. I mean, you guys were talking about that during, I mean, during one of the streams. If you know, take, a, but like if that. you
1: take away certain things, a lot of people are other people. <laughs> so well, absolutely. I mean, that just is what it is. <laughs> um, I mean, you could take away whatever you want from Tiny Tina; she's still fucking ridiculous. Yeah, she's but, the only one that just kind of. But, but anyway, yeah, that's a, that's just so that I mean, that's a, a little bit of relative news to keep to keep your eye on if you're a fan of the series and you're a fan of the game. It's just, it is what it is. We're just gonna have to deal with it and, and hope to God that it's good because I, I want it so badly to be good i um, mean look
0: i'm i'm one of those people i'm never going to call mark Wahlberg a great actor i will call I, he's I, had great roles i will say he's good he's he's had great roles <laughs> he's he's uh risen to the challenge
1: mark mark Wahlberg in fear is pretty fucking impressive
0: but hell movie it's a hell but i need to i mean i need more but i mean like we're talking about this before off mike like i mean he's he's method you know what I'm saying? So I, no, I don't
1: know that he is. I don't know that Mark Wahlberg is. I could be wrong, but like Heath Ledger is messed because, because it's funny. because like, Tom Hardy is messed up. Anytime,
0: anytime I think Wal- uh, Mark Wahlberg, I either think of Four Brothers, which I actually kind of liked him mm-hmm. in. Yeah, that was a good movie. Or move. I think of Transformers.
1: I, I have not seen any of the Transformers with him in it. Only because I grew to love the ones with Shia LaBeouf in them. So <laughs> I was like, fuck, I know it's supposed to transition this way, but it's hard for me to turn him into There him. basically
0: is no transition, though. There yeah. really isn't. It's okay. This is a completely different character. This is after Shia LaBeouf walks away from it. The, I, I just yeah, met my brain transitioning
1: from being used to the main character in Transformers: God movie being Shia LaBeouf to being Got Mark it. Wahlberg. No, the main character is always Peter Cullen. True.
0: Roll out. <laughs> I could never do this um, justice. Last little, <laughs> last
1: little bit of news that I actually just saw when I was scrolling on Twitter. If you're a fan of the game. I am, of course, it's the only. Unless you want to consider WWE, fine. But it's the only combat sports game that we have. But uh, UFC 4 released the cover of UFC 4, Okay. and it is two of the the biggest the biggest stars in the, in the game right now uh jorge masvidal who's actually fighting tonight in the main event on six days notice as the night of uh, as, well, as of the day of recording as of the day of recording yes he is he's fighting <laughs> in the main event six days notice and uh israel the last style bender Sanya. um that's a
0: hell of a fucking name
1: yep he's, he's style bender baby um you he i can imagine because of the stuff that you love and, and the nancy loves he'd probably be your favorite martial artist book or, or well they are martial artists maybe your favorite ufc fighter because he draws so much of everything he does from anime when he's in there and people are introducing his, his name he's doing all these weird things with his with his hands from <laughs> like anime stuff and right before he uh i never watched it it was actually kind of cool right before in between rounds right before he knocked this dude out to win the middleweight championship you know he's looking at the dude who he dropped at the end of the first round but then the bell rang and the second one's starting and as the other guy's like getting ready and doing all this shit adesani just standing there and he's got his hand out like this and he's looking like he's writing something in his hand and then he puts it in his back pocket and people are asking like what the hell was that and he was like uh it was like something from death note he was like i was writing <laughs> his name he was like i was okay. writing his name in the book <laughs> and i was like it's wild, dude. This now the anime thing is much more Anthony than myself, but for sure. But he's a he's a character. But yeah. The, so him and him and all are, are the cover. Cool. But that's it for news, which is actually more news than we normally have. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, I mean, look, I mean. Some we, days you get. To, we're, I mean, we're at the mercy of the news. I mean, some days are slow days. Some days you got a little more. Than some honest. weeks it's hard to find stuff. Other
0: weeks it's actually very easy. Yes.
1: <clears throat> so, oh, for neither of us, it's not that good, though. But so you don't want me to do it? I mean if it makes you happy. Well, I mean, I I, I like I, people to be happy. I kind of set a precedent, I you mean know, with this. You did. You did. Now I got to hope to God that I even played anything. But go ahead. So, Andy, just for just to let you know, you just sounded like that dude that does all the movie trailers, just out of so. You just sounded like a <laughs> <the> one man. <laughs> That's what you sounded like. I was about to be like, "Oh, I got goosies."
0: <laughs> so, Andy, asking you for the last time to where it's just the two of us in this room together doing the podcast I need to know what are you
1: playing oh you brought it back I did. that was new <laughs> I like new um, what am I playing <laughs> um I've been playing a little bit of ch- more with Ant since you've been back yep we twitched it. Had a horrendous day. It was still um, good to
0: watch, though, because Ant had that one game. There were, like, four goals.
1: That was the day. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the day. Yeah, he did. Was that the day before? That was the day before. The oh, day okay. that we had, like, Bobby jump in the stream and Andy uh, and, yeah, all, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, 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 That was when, yeah, like, yeah. I was so happy because we had, we had we had the the play that we always drop that we get goals in all the time mm-hmm. after he had come back and he cranked that shit off the post <laughs> with, like, six seconds left. I was like, oh, yes. No, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, Played, like, a bag of milk. Then again, so did I, so it's fair. <laughs> but anyway, so i playing Chell with him. I did take advantage of the free games this month, and I downloaded NBA 2K20. Nice. Haven't gotten to play it yet. Was going to play it last night, but uh, my basement flooded, so I couldn't. Um. What else? I got a very small amount more done in Uncharted 4. I think I'm still only on... Um, I think I'm on like chapter three or something like that but it's okay. been fun because they've added in they've added in different you know different elements like now you have like this little grappling hook that when you're like sliding down a cliff sometimes you sometimes got to time it real quick shoot your grappling hook to get you somewhere oh shit that's cool they've added s- some new stuff as a if it feels better and i do like this the first i believe if i'm correct it's the first game that you can turn like hdr on to really really make take it advantage fun. of that ps4 pro and that yeah. 4k tv you know um, but it's been fun. I, I have more to do in that. I, I haven't gotten to play as much Pokemon Sword as I want to play. But I'm pro- I'm going to try my best to get to get into that either maybe a little bit today when we're done here or tomorrow or something like that. I've been having a blast with that, dude. I've been having an absolute blast with that. You've been making my life a lot easier.
0: One <laughs> of the things that I'm going to talk about with what I'm playing has to do with this. So go ahead. Keep going. <clears throat>
1: uh, aside from that, I mean, occasionally playing... Uh, Mario Kart with uh with the wife which has been a lot of fun. I've I've stuck to my guns and I've beat that ass ever since she <laughs> rubbed that shit in the first time. However, I will say we both lost the other day. Like oh, someone God. else came in first. Yeah. Dude, it gets rough in that house playing Mario Kart. Like it's like I almost want to break stuff. I almost want to break stuff. And she the sh- man, like I'll see her we're playing on the same TV. Like I'll mm. see her with a red shell and then it's gone and then I get hit with one and I'm like what was that I don't know why I get upset because kind of like what you're supposed to do but I was like was that you she's like I don't know what you're talking about i was like you lying (laughs) is what you are you lying like shouldn't I feel like we're at the point where like like we're competitive and she wants to win but like she's okay with not winning as long as I don't win too you know what I mean she don't care if she loses as long as you also lose like she would I don't even think she'd care if she was in seventh, like you an eighth, motherfucker (laughs) so whatever I still win (laughs) Um, but no it's it's fun it's fun playing that together Uh, I think yeah I I think that's been it I I haven't really gotten into into much it was my first week back at work so I haven't had like the, the same hours that I would normally have but your turn in the hot seat bro your turn in the hot seat
0: all right so uh i will say that i've calmed down and i will be continuing to calm down on my streaming um <clears throat> i'm going to basically keep it to fridays toward the freaky friday run and then uh depending on how things work sprinkle i might in here and i might be able to sprinkle in here and there which is fine i mean i i put a lot of time and effort into the stream and i i need to take a step back for for a little bit
1: anthony and i are going to try to groom Wesley into being the nighttime gamers that we are, see if we can get him to be able to function on like six hours sleep. Less than that, dude. That's what it would be if I threw down with you guys. When does everyone in the house go to sleep? About ten thirty. And when do you have to wake up? Five. Oh, you can do it. You can sure do it. Hundred percent. Um <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so uh
0: let's see here. I threw down on Borderlands 3 on PlayStation for the first time in fucking months. Because Anthony, I mean, since Anthony's home now, uh, we, he and I were talking about it the one day. So uh, Thursday, we threw down on it. it's actually a lot of fun. Because um, that character isn't maxed out anymore. It was at the at, at the time. That was a little bit of a new feel for you. not just over here murking everything, huh? Yeah, but. <clears throat> so Monday, I decided to stream. Uh, and I was doing a little bit of farming for some guns. And I don't know what they did with the hotfixes in that game on the for the X, uh, I mean, just for the game in, in uh, altogether. But when I was streaming on the Xbox, I'd jump into Iron Bear, dude. I was taking down Mayhem ten shit like it was absolutely nothing. It was the crazy dude. I made shit fucking melt. It was the wildest thing to fucking watch. <clears throat> it was the wildest thing to fucking do, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, Thursday threw down with um with Anthony on the. Uh, on Borderlands Three, I mean, with that one I have Flack. I mean, I'm the Beastmaster, so that was all sorts of new because I haven't played, I haven't played with Flack in a long ass time. Yeah. Um, before I get into the Freaky Friday, I because of you playing Pokemon Sword, I mean, obviously I have Shield. And Got back into it a little bit, huh? With giving, I mean, with trading with you with Pokemon and stuff like that, I actually ended up buying the DLC. And cause, dude, the DLC is good. I mean, it gives you two worlds. I mean, I mean two places to go to for thirty bucks. You mean know because I mean I mean you know, the, you know, the one you have now, but the other DLC that comes out later this year, you know I mean that's you mean know, that's a part of the thirty dollars that you pay now. So I've been running through that, getting new Pokemon. I got one called uh, Cubfoo. You know I mean you know I mean it's one of the ones you get. You know what I mean as part of the Is story. Fighting? Is it fighting? It's a fighting bear, yeah, and it's shocker. Cub yeah, Cubfoo. Huh? Yeah, Cubfoo. Dude, and it's it's actually pretty fucking cool. Um, I huh, I caught a fucking whalelord. And you should have seen the size of this fucker when I actually came up on it, even because it was a wild one. Humongous big. Dude. yes.
1: humongous. Humongous big. big.
0: Like. Okay, so the Pokedex says that it's 80 feet long.
1: Holy shit. Yeah!
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, holy gracious. shit, dude. That's wild. Yeah, so uh, that's basically what I've been doing. And then Freaky Friday. That was a fun installment.
1: Oh, man. I will Heck say, yeah.
0: I, I have to say thank you to everybody who jumped in. It was easily the best night. Of any nights nice that we've, I mean, that we've streamed Freaky Friday,
1: yeah. And you gave us some good content. Oh man. my, it was episode, yeah, me it sitting was, in a fucking locker. Episode great episode four of Wes in a Locker.
0: Oh my god, dude. <laughs> oh shit. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the fucked up part about this goddamn game is that for the most part, certain things at least, uh, Xenomorph. It is a completely random algorithm that you, you never really know what it's going to do.
1: You can't you like in, in most other games you can't pattern its behavior. You can't be like okay I'm hiding here. It's going to walk into this room and then this one. So I know when it goes here I have a good. So go. so here's the best way to tell it. You mean tell about that?
0: So this was towards the very end of the stream last night, and I'm in this locker because I saw the motherfucker where I wanted to be. Because it, it was in this it was in where I where I wanted to do the save point. Yes. And I saw it and I saw it turn and see me even though I don't even know if it has eyes or not but it looked like it saw me. So I go running into this room jump in this locker. I'm sitting there going okay I'm just going to wait for the fucker to go past do its thing like it has been doing. So it goes in the room that I'm in. It walks past me when I'm in the locker and then for a second and a half at least it felt like that I saw something pop up on the bottom of my screen say press left trigger to hold breath. And I read it out loud while, and just when I'm about to press it, it rips the door off the locker, and then it fucking eats me. That's what I missed, huh? That's what you missed. And it fucked my head up, cause I'm like I got done doing all this shit, you know what I mean? I found I found where I have to go to get the card, and yada 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 and I wanted to go back to the safe spot and then this fucker just goes ahead and just rips this door off and just ends me. I'm like, okay that's about the end of
1: it for me for tonight but it was an amazing stream, dude. It it went great. Only because this is a part of the game you're playing. Have you ever heard of like how they made the alien? No. In, in the in the movie. No. It was from from what I remember. From what I was told, it was made from Rolls Royce parts, shredded condoms, and the nasty saliva. Shit. It was it was KY jelly. Oh my god. Yeah. Low little budget wander.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay, that's kinky.
1: <laughs> <laughs> kind of gives, you know, if people want to go back and watch the stream, makes it a little more interesting what Jacob said. <sighs> yeah, so the great thing is that, uh, so
0: Jacob from What Spaghetti Policy jumped on the stream to watch. I mean, he and his wife Shelby watched everyone, which I am very grateful for them doing that. The first time I got killed by the xenomorph, I was hiding under a hospital bed, and then it came out and got me, and it caught me off guard. I mean, I was, I'm sitting there, oh! I mean, I did one of those, and then I read, I read the text, you know, what I mean, for the chat, and I see Shelby type, Jacob just screamed, and it just made me crack up. And then I, I forget, I, I said something about how he screamed, and she said, well, if you picture how a little girl screams, yeah, like that, and I just. <laughs> I love I love Shelby. She is so fucking funny. So, yeah, that's I mean, that's where I am right now in that game. I need to try to find somebody's um badge in order to go ahead and help out this guy who is the medic, so that way I can go ahead and try to help my friend who got torn up when we we're outside flying around. So yeah. Crazy shit. But that's all we got, man.
1: Hella fun, dude. So much fun. It's the game so the, the game keeps
0: on fucking throwing me for a loop every single fucking time. And it's fucking nuts.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, that's all we got today, huh? That's all it is. So Man, did, you realize this is the last time that's, that it's just gonna be the two of them? That's that's kind of what I was about to point out. So uh you
0: have to go back to my chair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is basically the chair I'm in now without arms. <laughs> yes, true. So Anthony is home
0: and in the next few days he finishes his quarantine, and that means that next week then after this podcast, the next one you will hear will be with Anthony again.
1: Yes. He's all, back. All three of us will be back. Most likely back like we never left. Like yes. nobody ever left. <laughs> we didn't go nowhere.
0: So let the let the hilarity ensue because it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ride with him coming back, man. It's gonna be a fun one.
1: Yeah. I wonder how many times we're gonna have to be like, oh, God damn it, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Could don't have. worry for all you people out there i've i've stuck to my guns and i will continue to stick to my guns if he mentions water once i'll punch him right in the face
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he hits you back and then i'm doing this podcast minus one person
1: <laughs> no man he ain't, i mean i'll be gone by the time he get up i'm from g i do the g side sneak son he ain't gotta see it coming we'll see yeah. we'll see I just can't let him get a hold of my neck with his monkey arms, that's all. <laughs> I'll be all right.
0: Yeah, so next week is Anthony's gonna be back, and then we also have a little something fun in store for us that we're gonna be throwing out onto our YouTube channel. Uh yeah, I will,
1: yeah, we actually should talk about that a little bit, shouldn't
0: we? Uh I do plan on having it uh on the Twitch stream. You know what I mean? We're gonna do a little just uh just chatting type thing, you know what I mean, in real life uh podcasting one.
1: Basically we've been, you know, I'll keep this very short. We've been waiting for Anthony to get home because we'll be approaching our... Well, actually, we've already... We are...
0: Yeah, so last month, uh, beginning of June, we hit the. We
1: hit our one year. Our one year, but it, it didn't feel right to do any sort of celebration without Anthony because we all started this thing together. Absolutely. So it's perfect timing for us because while we've been getting questions from you guys about anything you want to know, whether it's just about us or gaming, and feel free to continue to send in more, you'll have a couple days by the time this comes out to, yeah. to send some more. It's the perfect time for us to finally get our YouTube going. So we're gonna be doing a little, if anyone's ever seen Hot Ones on YouTube, we're gonna be doing a little Hot Ones, you know, CGC style. We're gonna be, you know, we have ten hot sauces actually from the show from one of from one of the seasons. Um and I just all, want to cr- all credit to to Sean Evans and Hot Ones. They're you know that's it's great but we're, you know we got we got some wings we're going to be answering your questions while we eat them and it should make for some pretty great content this is going to fucking suck it's it's going to suck <laughs> it's going to suck but i feel like there's no better way like you're going to get to you know learn about you know meet the cast of CGC while we're dying on some wings and that that'll be our first bit of youtube content and then we'll try to be more regular yeah i plan on
0: that. i plan on having the episodes out on uh youtube as yummy I mean, when we go ahead and put them out To our normal podcasting platforms yes so we are going to go ahead and push (laughs) shit
1: yes as y'all do know we do drink a little bit while while we do these podcasts not a lot but i just got oh i don't drink a lot unless i don't drink a lot while i'm here but i don't drink a lot in general but i had a rum and coke and the ass end of that just and it's a hunter proof slap um, me in my damn face
0: yeah, so we're going to kick that shit next week,
1: uh, so... Pray for us. <laughs> yeah, pray for us, definitely. It's gonna, but, you know, here, here's the beautiful thing. Anthony and I are very, very stubborn, and Wes will do anything for likes and follows. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, I'm a whore <laughs> so. for this type of shit.
1: I mean, I mean, that's the reason why I'm doing Freaky Fridays. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but you know what? Think about it. Freaky Fridays has helped you slowly but surely work through a little bit of anxiety for games. Maybe this will slowly but surely help you work through... Not liking hot food. No. Because no matter what, by the end of this, chances are you're never going to have eaten something that hot again. Oh, no, no. There's a fucking
0: guarantee I'm not going to eat anything that hot again. Yeah, touche. Yeah. So, for the last time, um, as just a thrown-in clip, we're going to let Anthony take you guys out. As always, I'm, I'm actually glad he's going to be able to say this next time. Please uh, give us a five-star and a comment on Apple Podcast and Podchaser. Please help us uh, continue to... Go go up on those charts. I mean let more people find us and um, check out our twitches. So my twitch is dragon underscore CGC. And these is uh is it scooby cgc
1: scooby cgc s-k-o-o-b-y cgc
0: and then anthony is the one that decided to go ahead and give y'all the long fucking name <laughs> he so, is cgc underscore underscore
1: squishy soprano s-q-u-i-s-h-y s-o-p-r-a-n-o squishy soprano um i can't spell
0: <laughs> that was
1: um i would have got lost on that though what's gonna be messed up was when i hear that back and realize that i like left out a letter <laughs> but um yeah, that, that's his. I do believe he, he's going to change it in a because I believe it takes a couple months and you can change it. Because I didn't get his text message when he asked what we did. And when I told him that you're oh. Dragon underscore CGC and I'm Scooby CGC and he put his CGC in the front, he got so mad at himself. <laughs> he was like, dog, if you would have told me that, I would have put CGC at the end. I was like, we'll just change it. He was like, I got to wait two months. I was like, okay, we'll wait two months. He was like, all right, I will.
0: All right, yeah. So we'll let Anthony take us out for the last time uh, not being live. So, until then, as always, wash y'all's hands, and game on, baby. Game on, y'all.
1: hey What's up, crew members and crew It's time to connect with CGC. As always, you can give us our feedback and reach out to us on consolegamingcrew at gmail.com. We've got our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, and our YouTube. Uh, we are going to have a Twitch coming up soon. I'm going to have the other guys take care of that in a little bit, but... Please reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. It's going to be console gaming crew, and our Twitter handle is at Crew. Uh, again, feedback is fantastic. So please reach out to us. Uh, you know, give us your feedback on uh, what you think, what we can do to improve everything. Uh, also, please check us out on our, uh, our webpage, which is consolegamingcrew.com there's always updated information there uh, stories and all that other kind of cool stuff Uh, and as always game on